Now let's go through this. With your Bibles open, start in verse 15. This is a profound part of Scripture. Now, the backdrop, I mean, I don't want to, I could read a lot more verses. Basically, Paul's come into town, healed this crippled guy. Everyone thought, wow, the gods have come to our town. And they got so excited that they haul out an ox and they're going to start sacrificing it to Paul and Barnabas. That's the short of this. And so right in the middle of that, they cry out in verse 15 and say, men, why are you doing these things? Don't sacrifice to us. We're also men. We're not Zeus and, and uh, you know, Mercury. We're not these gods. We're not here as, as uh, part of the Roman pantheon. We have the same nature as you. And here's what we came for. We preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God. Now, what's that mean in context? They were talking, I mean, they were talking about the temple to Zeus. Standing outside a temple of Zeus, ten stories high, with all the people screaming and yelling that are followers and adherents and members of the Zeus club. And look what he says to them in verse 15. That you should turn from these useless things, this Zeus stuff, to serve the living God. You're doing useless activity here. This is not real. This is just a false pagan God. I mean, he really laid it on to them. Everything about their life. Their whole life was built around. They put this temple front and center and everything rotated around it. And Paul says in verse 15, this, this is useless. You should come to the living God. Look at the rest of, of what it says in verse 15. He made the heaven and the earth, the sea and all the things that are in them. He's the creator. Verse 16, in bygone generations, he allowed nations to walk in their own ways. Now he, but now he, nevertheless, he does not leave himself without witness in that he did good. He gave rain from heaven. And what he's talking about is the, the kindness of God, that, that his evidence, the, the hand of God is seen in creation around them. And look at verse 18. And with these sayings, he scarcely restrained the multitude from sacrificing to them. Okay. So Paul preaches the gospel. The people get all excited. Paul restrains them from sacrificing to them. Now look at verse 19. The Jews from Antioch and Iconium came over there, and they persuade the multitudes, and they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to Paul be dead. Said, your temple is nothing. Your God is nothing. You're wasting your life. Don't do all that stuff. And, and they got agitated to say, he's destroying everything. He's, he's messing up our world. They were traumatized, and they took it out on Paul. But look what happens. This is what's so fascinating. They dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. Verse 20, however, when the disciples gathered around him, so the disciples, the people who had followed Christ, had had a miraculous salvation, they come to the garbage dump where they'd thrown the, the body of Paul. They were sure he was dead, and they were all standing there. And I don't think anybody knew what was going to They were just all sad. Can you imagine going to a, you know, a calling hours, awake for a funeral and stand around your beloved like this and all of a sudden they sit up? That's what happened. Look what it says. It says they stood around him, gathered around him, verse 20, and he rose up and went into the city. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. And when they had preached, verse 21, the gospel in that city, did you notice what happens? He doesn't retire. Undaunted. Because he was called not to make a name for himself, not to get glory, but to point people to Christ.
I mean, that to me is one of the most astounding things in the whole book of Acts, that Paul went to the next city and preached the gospel to that city. And look what it says in in verse 21, and made many disciples. Do you see when you preach the gospel and people respond to the gospel, they become disciples? You understand, that's how we started this series. That is the most frequent description. He preached the gospel, people responded to Christ and became Christ's followers. They became disciples. And they returned, look what it says, the next word, to Lystra. That's, that's where he got stoned. Can you imagine the looks on the rabble rousers and all gathered around the temple of Zeus when Paul walks by? And, and can you imagine the power of the gospel as these people are seeing God at work? That's why it turned the world upside down back then.